You're listening to the Down the Pub podcast, Canada's premier football show. Head to downthepub.ca to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Um, we are joined by Nova Scotia legend uh, Mavs Gillis. Um, Mavs is an, is a, an incredible wrestling fan and sports in general fan, except for football. Um, welcome whoa, to the whoa, show, Mavs. Whoa, 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 I like soccer. You do not. I do so. I okay. do so like soccer. You're just saying that. You're just saying that because you want to get uh, a commentating job at the fucking <laughs> the Wanderers, you lawyer. With, no, I want. I want to go. I want to work New Japan in the J League. Oh, okay, okay. So I'll I'll, re, I'll I'll edit that bit out and I'll say um, massive soccer fan, Mavs Gillis. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, uh, you've never changed, but you've never changed. Just thought we'd. Uh, have a quick chat with Mavs about um, his career in Japan. So, Mavs, how did this whole thing come about? Would you believe dumb luck? Yes, I would. Okay, so (laughs) dumb luck and opportunity and experience and having the right attitude all kind of combined it into one. Um, Of course, I've been doing my sports casting here in Nova Scotia for – well, starting in university with the capers and then moving up to Halifax and just keeping on uh, pushing the chips in on the table at the right time with that. But I was over in Japan. I was visiting uh, visiting the girlfriend in Japan for the second time. I was at a New Japan Pro Wrestling show, and there was a lineup to meet Harold May, the new president of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So this was summer of 2018. So he had just become the president of New Japan. And, and this is something he does at the shows to, to give back and create an experience for the fans that are at the live events at it with New Japan. So you can come up, you can meet, you can meet Harold May, you can tell him what you like, what you don't like about the product. He'll give you a sticker, you got a nice photo. It's it's a great opportunity for him to meet and be frontline with uh, the, the big fans of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So I get to meet him, and I just kind of casually talked about how love what you're doing in North America. Glad to see that there's there's English commentary involved with New Japan, and uh, yeah, you know, keep keep it up. Can't wait to see what you have in store. So he hands me a sticker. We shake hands, and and I was on my way. I watched main event that night. I was in the back row of Cork and Hall. It was uh, Hiromu Takahashi taking on. El Desperado for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. I went back uh, back to the girlfriend's place, and we were, uh, you know, just enjoying. I had three or four weeks in Japan at that point, and I kind of just had a, an inkling. Me, you know, why not find a way to reach out to Harold Mason again and just send my tape, send a nice follow-up. See what happens. So I've I've found a way, and I sent a carefully worded email along with my uh, my demo reel, the demo reel which has no sports calling on it, but was a lot of energy, enthusiasm, and I guess the the right attitude for what they what they were looking for. A couple weeks passed. I'm in the departure area of Narita Airport. 
and I'm talking to myself saying, look, you've, this is your second trip back to Japan. You're going to come back again. You're going to come back again. And as I'm walking to the gate, my phone buzzes. I look and I see you have a response from H. May. And I thought, whoa, this is, holy shit, this is something. So I take a look and he says, dear Mav, sorry for the lateness of the reply. I like your tape and English commentary and expanding that is a priority for me. Send me, send me some more info. I'm on my way to California and I'll get back to you. It's a good thing he said he was on his way to California because I would have dropped everything and ran back through security in Narita and would have tied up an international airport because I would have just tried to fight my way back into Japan to go to the New Japan offices and, and, and meet with them right away. I get on my plane and it's a 13-hour flight where I have to sit with all that emotion bottled up and thinking about what, what could happen after this. I run the gamut of emotions. Get home to Nova Scotia, follow up with him. A couple weeks later, I'm talking with Michael Craven. He's, a, he's the uh, general manager over there. He asks me to call a match or two. So I call Ishii and Omega from the G1 that, that summer. And I send it back again. A week later, I'm sitting in at Eastlink in an edit suite. And again, the phone buzzes and it said, hey, we really liked it. We want to bring you to Tokyo to call a couple matches. And that is how the start of my career in professional wrestling began. So everything kind of aligned. All the stars aligned to get to that point. They Paired me with Lanny Poffo when I was off to Tokyo. We called a couple of matches at uh, in October of that year. Uh, it was it was eye opening. It was fun. Of course, you know I was I was training for it like it was a heavyweight fight. I was calling matches at home. I was calling matches at the office. I was doing my homework, getting myself ready. It went well. They brought me back for Fantastic Mania. I was back for Kazuna Road, and I was back again. This January, I was over for uh, another trip for Fantastica Mania, and then New Japan of America, New Avenue opening up. I got a chance to go to Miami and Atlanta in January. If it wasn't for COVID-19, I would have been at Lions Break Project 3 and uh, calling the matches in Tampa that, that weekend and then going to my first WrestleMania. So, unfortunately... The world's, uh, the world's plans got put on hold on hiatus. Did another thing. It was it, it really sucked because we shot a, an event center gimmick that we were going to hopefully start running on the uh, social media aspect of New Japan and sent it in to Chris Charlton. He sent it up to the, the bosses. They were taking a look and doing a little bit of editing on it, making a couple of changes, and Charlton said, Due to the time change, just you know, don't wait up. We'll we'll send you something your morning, our night. And that morning, I wake up to the news that all the events in March had been canceled. And uh, Chris said, "Sorry, we're gonna have to put this on the back burner for now. But uh, keep be ready. We'll, we'll we'll figure something out." So I keep sending I I've, I send him messages and emails. I want to be involved with the the New Japan Together project. Um, we've been doing a lot of good stuff on NJPW world. There's a lot of matches getting called in English right now. A lot of features that are, are done in Japanese, of course, but, uh, are translated within 48 hours and are up. So there's a lot of good content going on in new Japan world right now and NJPWworld.com. 
and there's so much history on there as well. So you can find yourself kind of getting lost in a Steve Austin match when he was in New Japan, or you get lost in an Owen Hart match uh, in the late 80s when he was the first guy to be IWGP junior heavyweight champion. You can watch, you know, what was the deal with Antonio Inoki? Of course, a lot of people know Inoki from the Ali fight. Well, on New J- on NJPWworld.com, we have Antonio Inoki versus Chuck Webner in, in a uh, an interesting contest. It's a mix of boxing and mixed martial, art, mixed martial arts because that was very, very uh, important to Inoki to try to match his wrestlers against uh, boxers and uh, mixed martial artists. It almost killed the company in the early 2000s. Thankfully, things got back on track, and over the last decade, New Japan really has kicked things up a notch. You can watch the rise of uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi on there. But, uh, yeah, that's my sales pitch for uh, NJPWWorld.com. Um, but, yeah, it's it's incredible to think I've uh, been able to travel the world to talk about professional wrestling and to call the best wrestling in the world. It's uh, – it's pretty. It's been pretty awesome so far. It's amazing. Uh, I, I don't think you can really say that the stars aligned. It's the fact that you put yourself out there and had the balls to send the tape. A lot of people would have just taken the sticker and gone home, man. So uh, fair play to you. Um, you. I know you said that they're trying to they're trying to do more stuff in the states. Do you think that they have the product that will take off there? I really, I think they will have the, they, they have the, definitely have the product to take off there because there is such a desire to see guys like Los Ingobernables de Japón or see Okada, see Tanahashi, see Kota Ibushi, see the Bullet Club. There's, um, see Osprey and see Suzuki Gun. These, the wrestlers that are in New Japan that you have watched on your computer screen, on your on your iPad, on on your TV for the longest time, when you finally get a chance to see them in person, it is a massive draw. And there's some excellent talent coming out of the New Japan LA Dojo as well, kind of modeling what's going on, what 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 what's happened in Tokyo with the New Japan Dojo for the longest time. Shibata is turning out some talent like Alec Coughlin, Clark Connors, Ren Narita's there now. These are young, hungry wrestlers that you are going to see making their mark in New Japan Pro Wrestling over the next decade. And you'll get to see them paired up against, say, Yuji Nagata, paired up against Kojima. These, you know, there's names that, that people have have seen in New Japan, but there's also names that people may have may recognize from WCW, like Yuji Nagata. That was a big draw in Atlanta and Miami because a lot of people can recall watching him in his WCW days. They finally got another chance to see him live. But also, again, Hiroshi Tanahashi shows up. He's a rock star. He's the ace of New Japan. People want to go see him. Okada shows up with the IWGP heavyweight title. I mean, he showed that's that was in Dallas. People want to see Okada in Dallas. They want to see they want to see these wrestlers in person. So I think there's a massive draw there, and I think the talent and the talent is is second to none in New Japan Pro Wrestling. 
awesome it's like it's uh i guess it's something different too you know like that um rather than just the the vince mcmahon driven stuff that's kind of like a, a little bit different for people to get behind um young lion comes well it's the young lion system so the wrestlers in the dojo that uh, you know as i talked about with the new japan dojo in, in japan and la they're called young lions because before they crack the main roster they will be out they they can earn the opportunity to wrestle the opening match. There's no real gimmicks per se. They're in black tights, black boots, and they are allowed to do a certain move set. They can't really go out of those parameters, and they that they then get the opportunity to compete in New Japan in, in those matches, and then they'll be ringside attendants setting up, tearing down the ring, doing the menial tasks around the arena and the dojo. So that's where having the young lion tag on me, because Kevin Kelly, he's the established English commentator with New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling. And Kevin does a fantastic job. I'm fortunate enough when Kevin uh, isn't available or if Kevin needs a breather or if it just, you know, I just... There's an event going on in Japan and New Japan Pro Wrestling of America is running. I can get an opportunity to go over there and and go in that role. I mean, it's again, he's he's the starting point guard of the uh, New Japan English commentary team. I get to come in and play backup point guard. I'll play my 10 minutes. I'll do my best to make sure there's no drop off in the production. Uh, but the big the big minutes in the crucial times. I'm going to say that that's Kevin Kelly's that's Kevin Kelly's but right now I'm I'm the young lion I'm uh training and trying my best with enthusiasm to match the expectations that uh the fans have for English commentary because he has set the bar very high he's done great work with Don Callis he's doing fantastic work with Gino Gambino Chris Charlton's there he does English commentary as well as translations and I don't want to forget Rocky Romero who um, Rocky's been a fantastic, fantastic example of a guy who has really made New Japan his home. He, he came out of the uh, came out of the LA Dojo, was a longtime junior heavyweight, a seven-time IWGP, it was a seven or six-time IWGP junior heavyweight tag champ with Trent Brett. Now he's he's managing Rapongi 3K. He's doing a lot of stuff to make sure that the the wrestlers that come in that are not from Japan are, are taken care of and, and do things the right way. And he even does commentary as well. And he's also got Rocky Romero merch.com. Um, so Miles, I hope you enjoyed hanging out with us. Um, yes, been- thanks for having me, I guess do you, just to close off. I mean, uh, there's a lot of content on njpwworld.com right now. That's on the other. It's that's, not behind the paywall. So if you have ever had an interest to have a look at the wrestling that's going on with New Japan, now's a great time to give it a try. It's it's very different. It's a different style of, of wrestling than what you would be familiar with with WWE. I shouldn't say it's a different style. I should, it's presented different. You, your matches, the matches are, are going to be as as high, if not higher, intensity 
and uh, and skill than what you're going to see on on the other on the other programming. I stand by the fact that New Japan Pro Wrestling is the best wrestling in the world. I stand by that, and I think if you give it a chance, watch Wrestle Kingdom Night One from this year, and that's on NJPWWorld.com. You won't, you might not know a lot of the names, but you will get, you'll get drawn in really quick because everyone's built for a purpose and everyone's built to, to attract you to want to watch New Japan. And when you see two guys wrestle, it's, it's, it's not, it's not a, it's not a sports entertainment environment. You're looking at it as a big fight. You want to see, you are invested in who's going to win. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, check it out because it sounds like um, it, it's it's definitely different and d- different is sometimes good, right? So um, I just want to thanks again for taking the time out to, to chat with us, bud. I really appreciate it. It's been a great insight to um, a side of wrestling that we don't always get to, to see, like the, the commentating side of it, like you're right at ringside. So um, yeah, we'd love to have you back on again. Um, take care, stay safe, and uh, we'll talk soon. For sure. Thanks, bud. You've been listening to the Down the Pub podcast, recorded in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Head to downthepub.ca to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.